Get out the insurance cards, get out the co-pays. The office is open, my friends. Brought to you by DrRoto.com. Hey there, everybody. It's Dr. Roto. Get out the insurance cards, get out the co-pay. The office is open, my friends. It's Friday Night Lights, but I know it's Saturday morning, but we're still getting it in for you. I'm here with Willie Walls and Odell Blocker, better known as the Great Swami, to try to help you guys win some money out there. Willie, it doesn't matter if it's Friday, Saturday, whenever it is, you've got your picks ready to go. Am I right? Absolutely. It's time. It's, it's good. We had, we, you know, we both had good weeks last week. Now we're just trying to have a better week where we don't have one wrong quarterback play. That was Cheeks, Mr. Dobbs. Oh. Swami, so, mean, am I crazy? If, if we if you break even, is that considered a good week? It's, it's, I, I, I'll say it another way. It's not a bad week if you break even. <laughs> <laughs> all all I'm cautious about what we call good weeks. When you when you willing, you know, you've taken down huge tournaments and some of your other friends doc. I don't know if we can call break even good weeks, right? In comparison. But right. but it's definitely not a bad week when, right. when you put a, what Willie would say survive in advance, right? You're able to kind of get to the next week, um, and you didn't have uh, an, an awful week where you you know where you where you didn't win or, or have any you know any any anything even come close to winning. Right. And you didn't have to go in your pockets for this week to put money to deposit into nope. the account, right? No, nope. exactly. it's positive. <laughs> exactly. All right, so let's get it started here, guys. Let's do it this way. Maybe let's go by position. I know we usually go by games, but a quarterback, Jalen Hurts, going to cost me the most money. I mean, the expect points probably in that mid twenties. Willie, you paying that kind of money for Jalen Hurts this week? I can't this week, Doc. I mean, I know that's Jalen Hurts. I mean, I know he could he could run on the Jets. The Jets have a lot a lot of rushing yards at quarterbacks, but man, that that pass defense is pretty. Pretty solid. So, uh, you know, to me, Mr. Dylan Hurts would be a fade for me. He would not be in one lineup for me this week. So, I'm not playing him. Well, I mean, another expensive guy, Tua. Tua's going to be costly, going to put up a lot of points. Are you willing to pay for Tua? I like Tua. The only concern I have um, with, with that game is, is, is the other team going to show up, right? And, and right now, it doesn't look like it. It might They might fight a little bit, but I can't really see where – Carolina will be able to keep up, and I'm concerned if they'll be able to stop um, the Dolphins from running at all. And 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 I would and I'm not talking about most of who we love a lot. I'm saying um, th- that point where the game, it, you know, where we're looking at the second and third guy, somebody who we didn't even know was still in the league, is the person who's going into the end zone. So that's the only concern there. I love Tua a lot. Would you not play Tua, Willie? Because I mean. Swami's right, because you got to think of it. If they put up 30, now all of a sudden you don't see Tua. He's not throwing in the third quarter, and now they're running to Chris Brooks and Savion Ahmed and stuff like that. But if you get to the third quarter, Tua probably put up 280 yards and two touchdowns. But is that enough to take down a tournament? No, it's not going to be enough. It's not going to be enough. But but I think I will have a couple of lineups with Tua in it. It makes sense. But uh, for that point, you know, I want a little – uh, more back and forth, so I, I'm not going to have uh, – I'll have exposure, but he won't be a core for me. All right, guys. What about Justin Fields? Um, 
could be a good play. There's no Herbert. There's no Roshan Johnson. But you're looking at some wins there. And you're just looking at a general, I don't know, good two not-so-great teams. Swami, are you in on fields? Is he a must-play for you? There's something about this game that is a little intriguing, Doc. And I think I like it a little more than Walls, who had some concerns about weather. Um, but after taking a second look, I'm not really sure if, if it's going to be weather come game time. So if if the game plays, if the game relatively decent weather, you, I think you got to be interested in it. I think, I think Cousins is a GPP play. I think at what we've seen from, you know, the Bears the last couple of weeks, I think you would have to say that at a minimum, more – um, Madison, um, likely Addison, Osborne, that all of these guys will be in play. So, I, to me, I think um, both quarterbacks will be in play in, in that game. Well, you're shaking your head. I mean, Fields is a guy I, I who wins. He wins your tournament. I can't play. First of all, I cannot play Cousins, okay? Cousins, like when, he, when, when Mr. Jefferson is not there, which he's not, he's like a 58% passer. No, thank you. I'm not playing him, but I know Fields is is uh, Fields is a play. I, I I agree with about Fields, but not I am not running. I'm not not um, Mr. Cousins. I am not playing that rascal. And and uh, at and Madison, I'm not sure because now what 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 concerns me now is um, Acres. Acres is getting more run now, so I don't know if I want to, you know, hitch that. You know, I know I got running backs that's going to get most of it. And I don't but, need but no I, to carry. I, I I like when Willie identifies the uncertainty as well, right? If Cousins was a lock, I don't know if we'd be talking about him right now um, on the road in Chicago. But because it's uncertainty around him, because Jefferson isn't there, because you can still get a stack going with Madison, Hawkinson, um, any combination of these guys, and get them for at relatively decent prices. Because Jefferson, not only was he getting all the targets, he was basically the, the, the person who was costing the most. Um, and, and so that stack now looks very interesting versus Tua, where the chance that you stack a Tua without Tyreek Hill is, is slim, which means that that stack is going to be a little bit more expensive to get him most of the Hill in it. But, but also, oh, think, about, think about this. What I, what I, listen, how good are these guys? Without Jefferson, because Jefferson covered a lot of stuff up. That's the uncertainty that I'm talking about. <laughs> well, but but you, I don't think that Minnesota's putting up the nuclear number, right? That ceiling game. It's not that they're bad, and it's not that there's not plays I can find in there, whether it's Hawkinson or Addison or Osborne. But I'm asking, can this game explode? There's history with Cousins. When Jefferson doesn't play, he can be on a little assy side. So, you know, therefore, I'm out. All right, let me give you some mid-range quarterbacks. Burrow, Lawrence, Stafford. Before we get to the low end, Willie, those three guys should be in the mix. I'm not saying you have to love them, but they should be in the mix. Is there one of those guys who stands out to you? Uh, I mean, I mean, really, you could go to – I mean, because Burrow went off-off last week, I won't be as high because I respect Seattle a little bit, you know, in terms of that. But, um, you know, but definitely Stafford. I mean, that, that defense is, is horrible. And, uh, and, uh, and he has three viable weapons, including the running back. 
that could do something. And I, and I, and I also think that even though they didn't show it last week, um, but I, I think Arizona is going to, you know, is going to keep up with them a little bit to make the game competitive, to make you get some back and forth. So I am definitely, I'm, I'm really interested in Stafford um, a lot. And then also, you know, we we know what he does in Jacksonville. He's he, he's he's like he, he's eighty three percent. The last three games, he's eighty three percent against the the Colts. Lawrence, that's that's crazy. He got an eighty three percent. So. You know, and that may be a little, um, may, may be a little back and forth. So those two, I'm definitely interested in. Um, but I, Burrow, listen, they all the play, but I don't see. For me, it's more individualized. I think Walker has a great matchup, and Chase. You know, I'm not really into a lot of the other stuff that goes with him because I think. Cincinnati's defense is pretty good against the pass, and and everybody keeps showing mixing. Please do not play Mixon. Please don't play him. He stinks. He's awful. And Seattle does not give up, give it up against the run. Please do not play Mixon. Before I get to you, Swami, I want to just say this about Arizona last week. James Conner gets hurt early. Keontae Ingram was not active. So all of a sudden, their game planning is out. Because they've been going to Conner a lot, and Conner's look good. So you can't expect them to all of a sudden in the middle of a game when this team is hanging on by a thread anyway to start being great. So I think that now that Ingram's back, now that they have Di Mercado, Dobbs could have a better week. But Swami, let's get to you. Lawrence, Burrow, Stafford, any one of those three high on your list? Oh, three things. First, Doc, I, I think they were playing well until Dobbs started to turn the ball over. I think that turnover right after they got the big stop on defense, they were backed up in their own end. Next thing you know, they give up six. It just fell apart from there, right? right? But then that changed the game plan as well. I think yeah. when playing ahead of it, they were looking pretty good. And then all of a sudden, the wheels came off. Willie started crying. It was all bad. So <laughs> and, and, and I think I, I, I think he, 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 he has a, a decent point. Um, but I think that Barrow – is probably in a better spot than what Willie's giving him. Just before the bye, Willie was talking about how terrible they were until they had that game against the Giants. Then all of a sudden, is this Seattle's defense? Well, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe they were able to kind of clean up some stuff after the bye, take some momentum from there. But I think Barrow, who I thought was maybe dealing with some effects of the injury, think he kind of shook some things off. And then just like the Cincinnati has been doing, they start off a little slow, then they start to ramp up. Next thing you know, these goofballs are in the the, the conference championship, right? <laughs> just because they just get it going, and and I think they realize, like a lot of other teams in the league, um, that just don't get it. They realize Chase is our best player, so guess what? We gonna get him the doggone ball. And if you keep going to Chase, you keep going to number one, as frequently as they're going to him, I think they're gonna continue to, to be successful. I don't think. Cincinnati um, is going to necessarily be slowed down by Seattle. This game could be very interesting. So I like that. I like Barrow maybe a little more than, than, than Smith. But if I'm looking at any of those quarterbacks, yeah, I think I'm going to stop there. I'm going to go with Barrow. All right, there's a bunch of cheap quarterbacks. Brock Purdy, still dirt cheap. I know he's got a tough matchup, but P.J. Walker, how many three and outs? San Francisco is going to have the ball all day. Gardner Minshew, $5,000. Willie's boy, Josh Dobbs, and his other boy, Desmond Ritter. 
There's a lot of cheap QBs, and we talked about on the radio this morning, Swami. If you get, if you find that cheap QB, it's easier than finding that cheap receiver. And if you have that cheap QB, it allows you to get that second big player on your team, whether it's that second running back or it's that second big receiver. Willie, this is how we make our money. Who's the cheap quarterback, and who are those? How do you how do you get them into that lineup? I mean, listen. Um, I mean, I hate to say it. Especially after Dobbs did me a dirty last week, that bastard. But I'm going right back again. I am. I'm going back. I'm going back to Dobbs again. I think he's worth it. I think, like you said, you know, they there's some things that went against him. I mean, a couple of tip balls, and you know, sometimes that can shake you. He didn't run, which I was disappointed in. You know, so you know, and then everybody saw him, and, and everybody started getting on him late. Now after that debacle. You ain't hear nobody say anything about Dobbs this week, so that's why I'm interested. I'm definitely, I'm definitely interested in in, in, in Mister Dobbs, and I'm definitely interested in um, Marquise Brown and Ertz. They are they are people of interest to me. Now, the only thing I don't like about that running back situation because I don't know which back they're going to go to. So therefore, even though I picked him up a season long because I thought he'd be by himself, I'm out on the backs because. I got other cheap backs like Deontay Foreman and other people that I know is going to get the rock. So I'm not going to I'm not going to play that Wacomo so I can find out which running back is going to play. But I definitely like the receivers. And I'm, now, now I'm going to tell you something this week. You saw what Irwin did for Cincinnati. Now normally I would not like Tutu because listen, um, you know my, my 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 guy my receiver. You know who my receiver is for the Rams. You know, you know who he is. He, you know what he does against the zone. He eats his own up. So he's a play. Puka. Puka. Puka's a play. But this is the one guy I'm going to I'm going to give you that I think can take the top off. And even though he he played 95 percent, even though he only got 14 percent of targets, but I think Arizona. You saw what happened with Arizona. They give up the deep ball. They give up the deep ball. And who is the deep guy? Tutu. Two two. Oh, don't don't look like that, Swami. I'm telling you, two two, two two. two, Swami, two. I'm gonna take, I'm gonna take twenty bucks out of my pocket and light it on fire, just like Willie's gonna do when he puts two two in his lineup. Hey Doc, you might as well, Doc. All I can say, hey. Hey, folks on their podcast, man, I'm going to take what Willie gave you, which was assy. We're going to go from assy to classy. Go ahead and get that out your mind. <laughs> Forget 2-2. And I don't like how the core is priced with the big fella coming back. And I'm talking about Cooper Cup. With him back in there, I just need his price to reflect the fact that he's now the number two guy. And I don't know if it's there yet. It still has to come down just a little bit before I will feel comfortable with him. Even though I am interested in more of Dobbs bouncing back, I will say I have a lot of reason for pause, a lot of question when it comes to his ability now to have that ceiling game. He hasn't necessarily had a 30-pointer, right? So that's what you see with Ritter. You've seen him do, say, a 30-point you know, fantasy performance, running it in. You think Dobbs could do it based on potential, the little bit of running that he'll do, but my confidence in him took a hit last week. Um, so I, I would maybe play one piece of that, whichever piece you would want to play coming back against a, a Ram stack, maybe. But other than that, something about this game feels just I'm uncomfortable. 
something tells me is it'll be one of those games where all of a sudden we talk about where the heck did Tyler Higby come from? Or Kyron Williams has ran in doggone twice. And 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 whoever DeMarco's splitting time with got one. And then the other one went to Ertz. And now you're sitting here with not enough from any of those um, you know, stacks. But if you would have picked a piece or two, maybe you could have gotten away with this game. So let me give some strategy out here. Allen, Mahomes, Herbert, not on the slate. Jalen Hurts has a tough matchup against the Jets, so I'm just going to rule him out because he's cost a lot of money. Let's assume we're right, and we like Tua, and Tua's the bar. So let's just call Tua 24 points. I think all these guys in the 5,000s can get me 16 points. So what am I really giving up by spending so much money on a Tua? Eight points? I think I can make those eight points up elsewhere. So I know I'm going to be looking at the Purdy's, the Howells, the Ritters, the Minshew's, any Baker Mayfield, any one of those guys. Got to figure it out. Dobbs, I like Dobbs a lot because I think, think nobody's going to play him. But I think that's the move this week because I think the point differentiation is very tight this week when normally it's like Allen's at 28, Hertz is at 28, and you know Scrub Central is 14. Even Jimmy G could put up 16 this week. No, Doc, you make a great point, and I like – Mayfield, if the big fella is going to be playing, I'm talking about Mike Evans. He's playing. If he got all his weapons, he'll have a chance against, even though the Lions have been playing tough, you got to like maybe they're at home, he could get something going. So you, you could come up with something for, for, again, for Minshew, I think because the Pittman, what he did in week one, the, the connection he's having with Downs and those tight ends, you figure they got Taylor coming back. They're going to be able to do a little something to get something to go against the Jags. So it's de you're definitely on to something, Doc. I agree. I think that the floor for those guys may be a little bit closer than the ceiling because I still do think that, you know, ceiling, you know, to us, he's proven that his ceiling is up there. Right. But, but I do agree that um, because of his matchup, he's probably closer to a, a floor game for him, which means that. It, it makes sense to, to pay down. And so I think I'll pay down as well. All right. Willie mentioned a couple of running backs. So let's get to them. Donta Foreman, cheap. Chuba Hubbard, cheap. Willie, are they free squares or are they trap plays? I wouldn't say, I wouldn't say, um, I mean, Hubbard has proved that he can, he could, he could do some things and he's in a better matchup. Minnesota's run defense is pretty good. You know, so, you know, I, I am not as interested, you know, in Foreman as I would be Hubbard, you know, because I think Hubbard, is he 4,300? He is. Yeah. Yeah, he's 4,300. So I think, I think he, you know, he's he's definitely worth a shot, um, you know, because I, and, and plus Hubbard, he's averaged 5.8. You know, Hubbard has done it before, but I mean, Foreman, you know, it's something, it's something about them. They ain't want to, they ain't want to play that rascal <laughs> too, you know, until these guys were ruled out. And I just don't like I just don't like him going against Minnesota. I think I like the pass game more. But I mean, I mean, but if you want to, I'm not gonna call him free squares, no. I'm not gonna call him a free, but I do think Hubbard is a man of interest for me. Doc, here's the segment of the show where it, anybody just for wanting to take. Tyrone just showed up again. Hey, hey Tyrone, welcome to the show. If you rewind the tape about 30 seconds, this guy just said, I like guys like Deontay Foreman, who I picked up in the league. No, 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 no. Oh. I said, no, 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 no. Listen, whoa, whoa, whoa. I'm not saying, no, no, no. I just said that a lot of people, you know, 
Well, I, first of all, I misspoke. <laughs> I thought about. <laughs> so what I'm saying is this: I, the, the match. Listen, I don't like Foreman as much. I'm gonna have. I will have in a lineup or two, but he is not a lot. They're not free squares. They're not free squares. Okay. <laughs> but 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 I tell you what, if that back. If that back, um, uh, the one that played last week for Arizona, if I know he's starting, I oh, do. Like Mercado, he's yeah. not starting. He's not starting. He's not starting. Oh, never mind. But, he's but out. He'll play. He'll play, but he's but he's not. And, yeah, and, never mind. And but the concern with, that I'm having with those backs, Willie did touch on it, is the matchup. Vikings have been playing well, and the fact that he's been inactive, I think that's different from just not playing, Willie. Like. He didn't, <laughs> They didn't even think he he didn't make the active roster for the first few weeks. I don't know if he made somebody mad. Maybe he came in and they, they told him, hey, you need to come in at 225. And I, I don't know what the deal is there or, or why um, he's been inactive because you figure they go out, they pick him up, they put him on the team, and they don't even think he could even be a third-string guy on the team. Anyway, um, so it's a lot of cause for pause. Doc, as you were saying cheap, I thought you were saying cheeks. Because that's how I was feeling. Like, these guys were going to be cheeks. It's something about it. I just don't know about how I, – I, I, I could steer a scenario based on price where you play them, no question. But if the starters weren't able to do anything for most of the season – I'm talking about both teams. The starters. It's not like we've been saying, oh, Herbert's the guy, right? It's not like we've been saying, oh, man, Sanders has been eating it up. The guys playing in front of them couldn't play. Where with Connor, Connor was having some success which means that the offensive line is playing, which means he's involved in the game plan. It's things that you can get excited about from a fantasy perspective. But for those teams that aren't running the ball well, the starters weren't really guys we were considering. Other than the price, I just don't know. You got to like the price. But again, Doc, this is like when you see 10 cans of tuna for a dollar, just know what you're getting is day old. That's a great point, Swami. It really is. It's like just because Hubbard is cheap, everybody wants to jump on it. But Miles Sanders was terrible, too. So I'm with you. All right. Raheem Mostert, I'm going to say, is going to be at least 30 to 35% owned. Willie, is that leverage by not playing him? Or is that fatal because you are going to lose by not playing him? Uh, well, I, he will be. He's a core. <laughs> okay. So, you know, y'all cannot play him if you want. <laughs> he's a core. You know, I know what he can do. Sound like the lock. That's not like the lock button. <laughs> I, I got nothing else for you. He's a core okay, for me. I'm just asking. Look, but hey. if, if Mostert, if God forbid he pulls his hamstring in the first quarter, 30% of people are out. Bye. It's over. That's true. Then I lose. <laughs> Let me find some wood to knock or hold one on this show, ladies and gentlemen. We do not, we do not talk about, advocate for, wish for, think about. We've been mentioning lock plays going down. What are we doing? No. No. He's right, a so is he a lock button for you? Is he a lock button for you? <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, okay. sir. He's, a, he's in a great spot. The way the Dolphins have been running the ball, the way he's looked, even though, um, you know, he's been splitting carries, they both were still involved. This is one of those situations where um, you feel like he's going to at least get a few more carries around the goal line. Remember, it seems like, you know, the A-train was taking a few more of those kind of goal line snaps. 
but I don't think he's going to lose those snaps to whoever the third and fourth guy. Well, is. well Wilson, so, Wilson's coming back, but I mean, he's just coming back. He's got to work his yeah, way in. I don't know if Wilson's going to be that. Yeah, involved. not this week. This All right. What about the Kamaras? What about the Kyron Williamses? What about the Swifts? What about the Montgomerys? Willie, give me some running backs who are in your sight lines. Yeah, it's something about Kyrie Williams. I, I like him, but my goodness, man, I'm tired of 2.3 yards per carry from this dude, man. <laughs> I mean, I mean, jeez. I mean, Lord have mercy. I mean, what if he gets you two touchdowns from the two yard line? I, I get it. I understand. I, I, I'm not he saying said, I, I'm, who you like, not who you don't like. Who you like? Yeah, but oof, yeah. No, I, 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 I think. Uh, I mean, Kamara's in a great position, a great spot, you know. But one thing about uh, Houston, they don't give up a lot of points. I mean, they give up yards, but I mean, for some reason, they've been. It hasn't been. It hasn't been that way. You know, I think on this on this slate, because I, 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 it's so much uncertainty with the backs. So I think the backs. I mean, because I, like you said, I got one position locked up, but I can't say every. I, I think I'm a missing match with the with the, with the other positions. You know, because because the models are showing mixing, and I damn sure not playing mix. But I do. But I do. I do like the one 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 person they're not mentioning is Walker. I don't hear nobody talking about Walker. I think Walker's a man of interest to me because you could run on Cincinnati. Cincinnati's and, running up five, yard, five yards of carry. Five yeah. yards of carry. And at the goal line, he gets uh, – when, when they're on the red zone at the goal line, he gets, he's gets he got 13 – he's in there 13 out of 15 times. You know what I mean? This this guy is – the guy can play. And, and I, so I just think – I think that's a nice skinny stack, you know, with Chase and Walker going going against you going against each other. But Moses is my lock play. He's my he's my lock button, and I and I and I do have a little interest in Jacobs going against um, the Patriots. I think Jacobs is a man of interest to me too. That a lot of people are not going to play because, like I said, he the Patriots have they you you ever noticed they have been giving up stuff against the run lately too. They've been they've been kind of slow balling out, man. So you know, I I, I got a little interest in Jacobs, Swami. What, any, what guys do you like out there? Is it Swift? Is it Walker? Is it Mixon? Is it Montgomery? Is it Kamara? Give me, give me a couple of guys that you're interested. In. I know I'm not. I know I'm not interested in Jacobs. Who all started with a who he's not interested in. So I'm a, I'm gonna do one better. I'm gonna no interest in Mr. Jacobs. Yeah, I think he's averaging something about like about five fantasy points up against the the Patriots over his. Career, that might be four games. Anyway, um, yes, I think that everybody's kind of down on them, um, but but I don't think that that suddenly he's going to run over top. He could, but they haven't really ran the ball that well. How do I know, Doc? Because I took Jacobs in season long, and I've been struggling all year with Mister Jacobs, as he's had more in games last season than he's had all season this year. So, I digress, Doc. That was not your question. So. I do. I am interested in Williams, but I think with cutback, I probably agree with Walls. I don't know if there's enough balls to go around, right? We we hoping that he kind of gets it, but again, he what I liked most about him was those targets out the backfield, five or six targets out of the backfield that he was getting, as well as getting the goal line. And then if you figure now, you know they got to get a few more people, and they got a few more miles to feed. So I don't know if I like his price, but I am still interested in him. 
Now, I think Madison, who Walls doesn't seem to like a whole lot, I think he's still in a good spot. I think with Jefferson being out, I think that'll mean they may lean on him a little bit more. He's still kind of been involved, just not having a lot of success. But I think the 51% of the snaps, his snaps are going down every week. Yeah, but I think the screen game could be interesting as well um, as a part of this game. And what I like most about him isn't his snaps, but is his price. He, you're kind of getting him at a you know mid kind of price, and he could still have one of those two touchdown games. Um, obviously, we already said most of it is a lock button. I think Kamara's still doing a lot of the dirty work for the team. Yes, he might not be getting in the end zone. Sometimes that's a good thing because if he finally do get in the end zone, you can have a much bigger game. But right now, between I say the twenties, they're leaning on Kamara. He's been having these decent fantasy games without really having those huge Kamara games with the big numbers where we know he, he go off. And I think I think that Houston is a good matchup for him. I think that because one of those games was kind of fast. You know, you're not worried about weather or the grass or anything like that. So I, I think Kamara is definitely a man of interest for me. Um, I would probably have him um, just above Madison and way above Jacobs. Um, but as far as anybody, I think Swift might be in a good spot against the Jets, but I think his quarterback kind of takes the goal line love. And you think, you know, Goddard will be involved around the goal line as well. You always saw it's against a lot of miles of feet. So uh, it's looking like Kamora, Mostert, I'm interested in some Madison. And then I think, I think I'm going to probably stop there, Doc, because I think everything else starts well, to. Let me become, ask you guys both a question, strategy question. Do you want to be a running back in your flex? Do you want to be wide receiver in your flex? Is it contrarian to be three running backs? Yeah, but to find the running backs that you that you really it, – it, it, it depends on how you're building. You know, like how, you know, are you building the team with, with Ritter? You know, because, you know, then you could go – you know, you No, go I like to win money. So no. Huh? I like <laughs> to win say? money, so I'm not building a team with Ritter. Oh, I mean, listen. I, I I think I think I I think he's a man of interest. I mean, he. The, the, okay, just, this, let's say I build. I'm teasing. Let's say I build it with Ritter. Would you have three running backs? No, I probably have four receivers. Right. Because right. So, Swami, do you agree? Do you want three running backs or four receivers? In PPR, I'm gonna probably lean more receiver. I could see it being something that somebody would consider this week. Um, not necessarily being contrarian, but because of the value there with all of the injuries. But because we got value with the Minnesota, we got some value and just a couple of other places, Arizona, I don't know if we need to go after that value at running back this week. But Willie, what you're saying, though, is well, what I'm hearing, there aren't any running backs. There's like five we like, five. Right. So I'm sure we're going to have 28 receivers we like. So why am I trying right. to fit five guys into a spot when I can just get, rotate 28 guys depending on my lineup? I, I just I just think it's a better bill with four receivers this week than you know than running backs because I man the, the running backs is, is, is you know it's a lot of question marks and I and I want the sure thing the person that's going to get what they got to get so it's receivers for me because there's plenty of receivers that you can go to and if you want to go high with Chase and Hill you can do that you know so you got you got some stuff there. I think. So let's talk about that. Chase, Hill, Cup, Adams. Where are you going with your money, Willie? Um, listen, I like I like that. Like I said, that Rams. I even though uh, Swami don't like him, I, I, 
listen, uh, Puka, Puka kills the zone. He's a zone killer. And he had a lot of targets. There were there were 11 targets. I'm telling you that they, they both can eat. You know, so that's the thing. Arizona is so bad in the secondary. Listen, that's why I like I like those guys. And I like I like Chase too because 8,300 is not high enough for what Chase could bring. You know, and, and I think a lot of people, a lot of people are poo-pooing, you know, what may do something is a lot of people are poo-pooing Miami because of the price. I get it, you know, but I'm just telling you, you know, you got if you go for if you go to a Waddle and Hill, you know, and you bring it back, you know, you got a lot of value that you can bring back in other games. That can make sense. You know, I, I know that's a lot of money, and that's why I like paying down for quarterbacks. But I think, you know, you might want to do a couple of lineups that you're paying up in case they have that ceiling game. Because if Miami have that ceiling game, you ain't catching them. You know, you know they could they could get, you know, they could, Hill could get 35. He could get 35 or 40. You know, two of them, if he throws four touchdowns and two go to walk, you know, then you're not catching them. You're going to need that type of game. So I think you need to build both ways. But for me, mostly I'm going to be paying down that quarterback. You know, I can see where my bills are going to go so I can pay up for my receivers and, 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 and lock them in there. Swami, I think I'm agreeing with Willie. I'm going to pay down a quarterback, pay up for a receiver. You mentioned Jamar Chase. They've got Witherspoon, who's legit. They got Woolen, who's legit. Jamal Adams is there. T. Higgins may or may not play. I think he does play. Is Chase that lock button? It doesn't feel like there's a lock button this week. Last week, Chase was the lock button, right? We knew it. Here, we can make arguments why Tyreek is great. We can tell you why Tyreek is bad. We can tell you why Devontae is great. We can tell you why Devontae is bad. We can tell you the same thing with Chase and Cup. Who's your guy? Doc, I had to put these shades on because that's how bright it looks playing Chase this week. I absolutely think that he is probably going to be a lock. Not just the amount of targets that he's getting, but like I said earlier, I just don't think Seattle scares me, right? They're playing at home. Um, I think Higgins, who might be back in the lineup, again, when you start talking about these kind of rib injuries and, you know, things like that, that can slow you down. I think it's good that he's out there. I think that it's good that the Smith and some of the other folks out there, even Mixon, but the one I'm playing and the, the only one I'm playing is Chase. So the rest of those guys are out there just to make sure that Chase doesn't have to deal with, you know, all four defensive backs. And I appreciate their effort. As far as the other guys, I really like Hill. Walls was on to some. I do think that there's a price concern there. The same as with Cup. Um, especially when the price gets up that high, they have to be in smash spots. Um, Walls didn't mention more. I think DJ Morris will play again this week. I think Calvin Ridley's will play again this week. And I already talked about Osborne and Downs. So if you had to say um, anybody outside of that, maybe maybe Michael Pittman. Uh, we talked about the possibility of either a Godwin or Evans being involved. But the pay-up guys, the guys that I really like, is is probably going to be chased even over the other three, and that's Hill, um, Adams, and Cup. Be it's, and it's just because of the targets and the way that I think that game is going to have some back and forth. Willie, we didn't even talk about Ridley. We didn't talk about Moore. We didn't talk about Kirk. We didn't talk about Pittman. Who are those DJ? Who are those middle guys? Because let's assume out of your three receivers, you're going to high, a medium, and a low. Who's your medium guy? <laughs> 
I, I mean, I like Ridley. I do like Ridley. I think uh, it's 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 a good spot for Ridley. Um, you know, it's not there's not a lot of talk about Ridley this week, and I think Ridley is definitely in play. And, and what do you do against a coach? You pass against him. And um, they, they Jacksonville's playing at home, so I, I think Ridley is definitely in play. Plus, we got dry weather there, <laughs> you know. So, and I think I think Ridley Ridley is definitely a play for me. Uh, Ridley's week, a so. lot for me. I always tell Walls, yeah. and I know when you're playing, you know, Max Entry or anything like that. But I don't like to build thinking about Max Entry. I like to build thinking each lineup is the one I'm trying to take the tournament down. So, so I'm not just looking for exposure with a lineup. No, I'm looking for one shot and one you-know-what. Let me ask you this. He went eight for 101 in a touchdown week one. Christian Kirk had one catch for nine yards. One catch for nine yards. Why is Christian Kirk going to be 25% rostered? Is it just money? I, I, I think a combination of that and then the last couple of weeks where his targets have increased and Calvin Ridley's probably gotten a few less targets. But I think what they're not taking into place is the, the pace with Minshew is a little bit different. And this offense may be a little bit more balanced than they were in week one, which gives us a chance for a little bit more back and forth. Plus, Jacksonville, I think, has, is probably starting to figure out their offense a little bit more now. ETN is getting more involved. That's going to open up, I think, some plays downfield. All right, Willie, let me ask you this. Alave, Ayuk. Um, Jacoby Myers, just giving you some names, Drake London, anybody, I named you guys who could all hit, right? Olave can hit, Drake London can hit. Is there any guy out there that can go five for a hundred and a touchdown that you like? Um, I think, I think Drake London going against the commanders is a man of interest. You know, as long as Riddick throws in the ball in the correct spot. So, um, but the guy that I that I that I like that people are not really talking about is Myers going against his yeah. old team. I love you know, Myers. I, uh, you know, I, I think I think Myers is definitely a man of interest for me because I think that um, <laughs> you know, hey, he wants something to say to um, the Patriots, especially he want to beat beat down Bill while you're down. And they're going to be, and they, what they're going to do is, you know, they're going to double Adams. They're not going to let Adams win. You know, let beat him. And I think Myers. You know what happened? They got rid of Myers, brought in Juju for the same amount of money. That's a slap in the face. Juju stinks. He stinks. Myers is better than Juju right now. If I'm Myers, I'm going out there and I'm getting 90 yards and a touchdown. I'm telling Jimmy G to throw me the freaking football. Hey, and Jimmy G loves Myers. He gets more. He gets just as many targets as uh, Adams does. You know, if you notice that, you know, so I, so I, I open, right? That helps. Huh? It helps being open. Oh, right? absolutely. My, but, but, but why is he open? Because Adams takes stuff yeah, away. I mean, all the time, but I mean, he's still, he's getting open. He's catching the ball. As you know, being a Ravens fan, that's a thing, right? We, we kind of appreciate both getting open and catching the ball. Can I ask you guys a crazy question? Can I do a Raiders double stack? Can I do Jimmy G with Adams and Myers? I wouldn't. <laughs> you know. Why not? I, 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 I like Myers by himself, but I, I, I'm, I'm going to be honest. I, I am not doing Jimmy G. Okay, I'm just, look, let me say why, why I think. 
full stacks for me, Doc, are those games where both you, me, and Vegas feel like it's going to be a track meet. It's not, it can't, those one sided affairs, I, I just, okay. I, no, it's not, a, that's not a track meet. That is the, that is tur two turtles going <laughs> like this. All right, I'm with you. All right, let's get to tight end, guys. TJ Hawkinson is going to cost you your lunch money for the next month. Um, then you got Mark Andrews, who hasn't been so hot. And then all of a sudden, Evan Ingram is there. You're dropping down. You got Goddard. Then you got your cheap guys, the Pitts and the uh, Logan Thomases and the Hunter Henrys, Zach Ertz. Swami, who's your tight end of choice this week? Unless you know, we don't have to worry about my Mark Andrews this week <laughs> because they'll be playing on the um, the, the yeah. 9.30. But, but TJ, I think, is in an awesome spot, especially without Jefferson A. He's going to get a few more. Um, there's some interest in Evan Ingram. There's been some folks talking about him. I'm going to tell y'all who's somebody in walls. Please, please, please grab your vomit bag because this one might set you over the edge. Somebody, Doc, I got some sneaky interest in this week is Hunter Henry. We just talked about that game, but I didn't mention him while we're talking about it. So it came up here doing tight end. I don't know why. If something tells me he's going to be one of those folks who has to be involved for this team to even – do anything. And when he has been involved, that offense has been at least okay. And when Hunter Henry is not involved, they have been D-O-O-D-O-O. So then I, I know, Doc, you like um, Logan Thomas as well. I think God is a man of interest. And for some reason, both tight ends in Atlanta have been involved. And it seemed like they continue to be involved, both of them. And and I think that's helping out Pitts in some way. I like I like Smith a lot behind him. Um, and you know, you could take some chances with either, you know, one of the Colts tight ends or maybe somebody, you know, Ertz or somebody like that. But I don't think you need to. I think we got enough value here between Logan Thomas and Pitts that we don't need to go, you know, any lower than that. Willie, who's your tight end this week? Willie just stunned. <laughs> He's stunned with what Tight you're saying. Like <laughs> Sorry, we, we lost you for a second. You're just like staring at the camera. Okay. I like I'll tell you what. Give me Who some like? give me some Conklin. Give me some Conklin going against Philly. You know, they love they love yeah. Oh, Philly gives it up against tight ends. Philly yeah. does give it up against tight ends. But yeah, he's, not the, yeah, he's not the player. He's not the player. No way. Oh, oh, let me tell you something. Conklin, you keep talking about he's not in play. Conklin's got over, you know, it's been over 50 and 60. I'm telling you, he's going he's gonna to get it. Conklin's been balling the last couple of weeks. You got Conklin and Mr. Ertz is in a great matchup. Is Joe Namath back? Is Joe, is Broadway Joe playing this week? You don't even matter about Broadway Joe, sir. Brett Favre playing this week. I will say this. The uh, Eagles, are let, tight ends are catching close to 83% of passes against the Eagles. That's a big number. Big. But I'm going to give you two guys, and I want you to bet an anytime touchdown on both of them. One, Kate Otten, because Detroit stinks against covering tight ends. And two, this guy is – I'm literally pulling this from nowhere, from nowhere. Remember this name, because when he scores a touchdown, I will be texting you in the group chat saying, I called this touchdown. Foster Moreau is scoring a touchdown this week. <laughs> I'd I rather play Merlin Monroe. I would play Merlin Monroe before Have I play seen what the How many catches did the Texans let up last week to the Falcons' tight ends? 87? Jonu and Kyle Pitts both look like 
John Mackey and, and Tony Gonzalez out there. Yeah, and you're talking about my pick, you know, with, with the you're gonna Listen, I didn't, say, wait, wait, I didn't say play in DFS. I said go bet it. You're probably going to get plus 600 on that, and you're going to win. Okay, so Doc is probably right from that, from that bet standpoint, but let me tell you about this tight end position. The only thing that, that, that I think is a challenge for the tight end position, especially when um, – you know the, the the ceiling for some guys and the the floor for some guys um, look the same. <laughs> so again, Goddard's floor his is higher than most of these guys ceiling. Like his floor, like it's not even close. And just too many of these guys, we're looking for them to get one catch at the goal line. Um, Troutman, who I know was played Thursday, he's one of those guys. Moreau's one of those guys. Um, I, I, I have very little confidence in playing a one touchdown guy um, because no, no, it, you, bet, you bet those guys. You bet right, those guys bet. to score. You don't play them in DFS. That's dumb. Yeah, you don't play them in DFS. All so, right. Yeah. Agreed. Defense, Willie. Who's your defense? You paying up for the 49ers? You paying up for the Raiders? You paying up for the Dolphins? You paying down, down, down? Yeah, that, that down don't look down. <laughs> look down right Downright unimpressive. I mean, yeah. I just want to look this up real quick because the defense was not on my mind right now. Um, I tell you what. Ooh, the defense. Ooh, oh my gosh. Yeah, listen. I don't want no. I don't want no Broncos. I don't want no Panthers. I don't want no. Oh no. Oh hell. Oh no wonder I'm getting all these people. I don't want the Jets against Philly. Nah, Doc. You gotta start. You gotta start with um oof, oof. Damn. You gotta start with oof. Man, you know what? I guess I'll be paying 3500 this week. Oh my gosh. Doc, why do you find the door to the barn, the outhouse, or the shed? Ugh. Let me come out. It Go ahead, Swami. Well, Willie, well, Willie ooze and odds over defenses. Let me know who Ugh. you like. It's quite a few below 3,500. I think Detroit Lions at 2,700 are, are probably in a decent spot. Mm. I would be, you could even talk me into Minnesota um, a, a little bit under under 3,500. Oh, I, no. I could be talking to that. Let me tell you a defense who's been, who's been sneaky good. Sneaky good. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Yes, that's the, that's the, the one. Not as good. Right. And so, and that, that's the, the one. Ball, that's the one at twenty three hundred, Tampa Bay. So don't tell me ain't nobody below thirty five hundred. Yeah, nobody's yeah, nobody's going to play Tampa Bay's defense. Nobody's going to play it because they uh, watch like the Tampa Lions Bay. dominate. I like Tampa Bay, but another one I, I like. Hold, on, let me see what the price is. Oh no, they got the Raiders at thirty nine hundred. Are you kidding yeah, that's me? Why I, that all what? <laughs> if I'm going to pay thirty nine hundred, I'm going to pay four thousand to get the 49ers, or I'm going to take the Eagles. Right. For sure, for sure, no for question. Sure. Right. Yeah, I, I, I tell you what, Doc. I can tell you, Tampa Bay will be in about eighty-five percent of my lineups. Because right. actually, I'm gonna be honest with you. That defense. I, 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 I'm gonna be honest with you. I'm not on this game for fantasy. This game right here, I think it's gonna be more of a defense about it than people. Uh, the, the people because Tampa Bay does not give up a lot. I mean, their defense has been pretty decent. So. But golf yeah, doesn't throw a lot. Here's the problem. They've got a really great offensive line, Detroit, so they don't get let up a ton of sacks. And Goff doesn't throw a ton of picks. He doesn't. 
gets a pick here, a pick there, but he's pretty conservative. So the problem with Tampa Bay is you're just not getting that big, that, that floor. You're going to need something that happens. And that's why it's not that it's a bad defense, but you're hoping for five points and you're not taking down anything with five points. Nothing. Because you know when you win a million dollars? When your defense puts up 20, Swami. And, and, who's and putting I'm, up 20? You talking about Miami's defense? 49 are putting up 20 against P.J. Walker. Likely. I think I think Miami is in a good spot too, Walls. I think you, you're on to something yeah. there up yeah. against Carolina. But but yeah, but the but, rate, yeah, but, Car- but Carolina's becoming scrappy. <laughs> you know, that's, that's their team. You know, they they they're becoming like that little scrap. They, they that little that little rascal is starting to. You know, he's not. He said, "I'm not. I wasn't number one for nothing." He's starting to come around a little bit. So you know, he's going from because, spanky to alpha. <laughs> yeah, because I was surprised what he did against Detroit. You know, I said, "God dang, he kept scoring." Man, Detroit's points just kept going down. I said, "Oh man." You know, so All right, Swami, a hundred dollar bill coming your way. What's the stack? If I got a hundo, I think my stacks this week would be Mr. Trevor Lawrence and Ridley. But I promised the fans out there that I wouldn't be Captain Obvious like Willie. I can't do that to you. I got to go deep sleep, deep state. So I think who I'm gonna do? I'm gonna steal a page out of Willie's playbook this week. And I'm going to say Ritter, Drake, and maybe Mr. Pitts. Nice. Willie Walls, who is your What's stack? What's this he doing that? You know I ain't going to let him have it all by himself. Let me get a little. I'm going back to you again, even though you pissed on me yesterday, Mr. Dobbs. Going back with <laughs> Mr. Dobbs, Mr. Ertz, and Mr. Um, and Mr. Marquise Brown. And then what I will run it back with is I will run it back with Puka on the other side. Or I might even double stack it to just stack the game and say, give me Puka and Tutu. I might do something like that with Tutu. When two, listen, when Tutu goes deep for 60 yards, because they miss him, Mr. Stafford missed Tutu last week, by the way. He missed the fifth yard. He was wide open, missed him, overthrew him. I'm telling you, look at Arizona last week. They give up a lot of deep balls. And that's what the, the area is for Mr. Tutu. But I love Puka. Don't listen to Swami, ladies and gentlemen. Puka is going to get you at least 23 to 24 points. Don't listen to Swami. I'm telling you, Puka. My, my captain obvious stack are the Rams. Because I'm going to take Stafford with Kyron and find me a receiver, whether it's Puka or Cup. But my sneaky stack. Little Gardner Minshew with a little <laughs> Michael Pittman, maybe throw in a little uh, Calvin Ridley coming on back there. Might make somebody a million dollars. Might be Gardner Ashew. You know, <laughs> Doc, I like it. Y'all don't listen to him, and it's not that I don't like Nakua. Don't put that out there in the universe. I like him. It's his price that I have an issue with. Please. All yeah. right. Give me the balls to the walls call from Willie Walls. I think I know who it is. You've only said his name like eight times. <laughs> Will you be wearing a tutu while you're playing tutu? No, tutu, please don't make me look like boo boo. You know, I, <laughs> I like tutu. Tutu with at least 100 yards. Oh, oh. tutu eight. Let me give you two. 
2-2, but my favorite guy is going to be Mr. Going Revenge Factor, Mr. Myers, going back against the Patriots. Swami says? Swami says we got to come up with a rule. If the guy's over 5,500, that, that can't count as a, a balls to the walls. My good, who's going to be balls to the walls next week? A.J. Brown? Come on, dog. it's got to be a cutoff, man. This is ridiculous. Anyway. I had Dobbs. Last week. Come on. Come on. Swami, Swami says, and I mentioned this to you, Doc, on the radio today, Mr. K.J. Osborne. I'm telling you, he's going to be the one to step up. Everybody thinking it's Addison. Everybody thinking it's going to be Hawkinson. It's going to be KJ that's going to get in the business. Last year, he put up a buck 17 on him. I think he might repeat that. And if he get in the end zone, he might make somebody a rich friend out. I will play Jeffrey Osborne before I play KJ Osborne. <laughs> You'll be listening to Jeffrey Osborne before you play him. All right. Now, is it true that I've given you Tank Dell? Is it true I've given you Josh Downs? Have I yeah. given you guys before anybody has even known these guys? Absolutely. I'm giving you my guy this week. And, you know, it's this is not a revenge factor. This is where I go back to the state or where I went to college. Okay. Jackson Smith Najib. Going back to Ohio. Playing against Cincinnati. Everybody's overlooking him. There's going to be a week that he catches, I don't know, six for 80 and a touchdown. At 3,800 or whatever it is, what if it's this week? And what if he's on my team? Let's throw it out there. I'm only kidding his snaps and his targets, Doc. You, you know, that's a, a, a – but you're right. I think – that's not the first time I've heard that today, by the way. <laughs> Willie has a friend that lives up in Cleveland who mentioned uh, him as well. But I, I, I just, I, I'm just so concerned about against snaps targets. We like Walker. You know the the two guys that's in front. I'm with you. I'm with you. I'm just saying, if there's ever a game that maybe it happens against Cincinnati, this could nice. be that sneaky game. Could be that sneaky game. Interesting. Yeah, I like, I, but I do like Downs this week. Though. I think Downs is a man of interest this week. I love Downs this week. I could, yeah. I could even do a Minshew Pittman Downs if I really want to get cheap. Agree and bring it back with either Ridley. Kirk, ETA, you can pick a guy. Or two. All right, guys. And for everybody out there, we wish you much luck. For Doc, Willie, and Swami, we say be well and take care. Thanks for stopping by the office. Get your fantasy prescription by subscribing to the channel and checking out drrodo.com. And until the next visit, be well and take care. Boom, boom, boom.